Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, Maisie Adams back. Yes. A comedian, uh, played in Soccer Aid. Yeah, very good. Played very against good. Charlie a little while ago. Yeah. This thereby hangs a tale. And she's <laughs> got a new show on Sky with the Lionesses and Catherine Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she was on great form, Maisie. It's always good to really see her. Really great. Um, we, uh, well, we had a birthday spread, didn't we? We did, of course. And Colin McFarlane was back. And we always get a great response when Colin... He's an actor and um, he's... He's, he's uh, been, he was, by, been diagnosed with prostate, prostate cancer, cancer, hasn't he? Yeah. He wants to get it out there about PSA testing. Yes, right. People. Talking about the testing and uh, busting some of the myths around it. Uh, so uh, it's important stuff, so we bring it to you this afternoon amongst all our usual jabber. Um, so here it is. <laughs> Charlie. Afternoon, Paul. And Charlie, before the levity ensues, yes. um, we should talk about uh, Daly Alley's overlap interview with yeah. Gary Neville. And I've not watched it yet. Again, I've seen excerpts and I've heard excerpts, mm. and I will watch it uh, this evening. And it was an probably incredibly painful thing for, mm. him, for him to do. And as a lot of people have said, it, it must have been tough. It does explain a lot. And yeah. it makes us kind of all think when we watch a player and their form, you know, Goes dips. Goes yeah. There's probably a good reason for that. No one wants to go out and start playing badly. No one wants to lose their no. mojo, clearly. And, you know, we, we're quick to hit out because it, it frustrates, and I'm sure all fans are guilty of it. But um, maybe it's one of those things that make you check sometimes and, yeah. and think about whether there's a lot more going on behind the scenes than you think. Also for Delhi, I mean, it takes a really strong person to tell their truth, doesn't it, Paul, to be that honest and open and he's obviously had a really difficult childhood you know well, so to to raise himself out of that and to become a massive success the yeah. top of his tree you know it was huge player for england and, and maybe could be again you don't know yeah Paul, and you that, know, maybe this will help him i did i did speak to someone uh, who, who knows him pretty well and they uh, and we were talking about why i mean it, we, it was when he was at spurs and mm. nothing was coming off for him all the things it was really very difficult to watch this guy because everything came off for him every little flick every little touch yeah. every run it was just I mean, it was magical for a few years he was just just a wonderful player and he played with a real swag and a real confidence and you wouldn't know kind of what was mm. going on sort of beneath the surface which he's talked about today but he was obviously over, able to overcome that the joy of playing football again mm. this person who knows him well said to me he absolutely loves football he loves playing football yeah. and he seemed to have lost that love of playing watching him play and nothing was coming off you could see the frustration and he'd be substituted again for Spurs and his head would be down yeah. and it was pretty heartbreaking really because you knew he had it all he had all the skills and nothing was happening for him so uh, well done to Everton it sounds yeah, like it sounds like they've been incredibly, incredibly supportive. Incredibly they are a great club yeah. on that front. So, 
Uh, I hope they reap the benefits of it now. I'm sort of hope. I'm pleased he's playing in it in in this era, Paul. Yeah. In, in many ways, because I know in in the past that players won't have been able to have that platform. They won't have been able to say all the things Absolutely. and still have a career, you know. And 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 they'll still be able to have, have a career. And please, he's playing in this in this era when when people do talk about mental health they too do talk about what's happened in their lives mm. you know um and i'm sure he's getting the help he needs and i'm, I'm you know if he, let's hope we see him back that's right in the premier league at some point soon absolutely i'd love to see him playing well again i'm sure all uh, tottenham fans would as well so um a couple of things to talk about today yeah um tom Greatrix, who joined us on the show from the football supporters association yeah earlier this week you said you often see him Running in a football shirt, don't He's, you? He lives in my village, Paul. I, I know, I know Tom very, very well. He's one of my best friends, and he uh, he uh, has a huge collection of a Fulham memorabilia, right? But also a huge collection of football shirts, right? Um, and he was running around the village the other day mm. in the 1990 Ireland World Cup shirt, which oh. is, I would say, up there in the all-time top ten of shirts. It's a the, great shirt. The opal. It's a good the shirt. The opal shirt. A, because a it's a great shirt. Yeah. But also what happened in the shirt. Yeah. You know, the history, the nostalgia of it is all. He, is he, great is he shirt. Irish? He's got a bit of Irish I in him? I don't think so. I don't, just he just likes football, I think. I think he just likes okay. the, I don't know if it's an original or as well, or I'm sure he'll be listening and he'll message me in a minute. I don't know if it's an original or it's a repro. Oh, okay. But it looks original. It looks like he's yeah, got the OG yeah. there. So, uh, well, look, yeah. r- running. In I run in a talkie away shirt all the time. Does it? Does it get you any um, uh, kind of work? Do people shout? Doesn't stuff? make me do faster, they? Paul. No, no, I don't think it makes you not streamlined. <laughs> but do people shout stuff at you? Do you kind of? Does it get you a bit more noticed? Well, do you get what the hell's that? In, yeah, what what the hell's that? <laughs> when it's talkie talkie shirt, no one knows who it is. Okay. You turn up, you know, a lot of the time. What the hell? Who's that? I mean. I yeah. get shouted at a lot for running anyway, you know, if you've seen I've, me. I've got... Um, what are you running, Paul? Well, I've, I've just uh, sort of T-shirts oh. normally, like running T-shirts. Yeah. But I have got into the habit, if I pass... You must do this. Even if, if it could be anybody, it oh. could be like a kid with their dad. Yeah. And I don't mean outside Tottenham, because I'll be doing it every five minutes if I'm going to the game. <laughs> but, I don't know, if you're walking down Oxford Street or yeah. I'm walking around the city and there's, uh, or there's someone in a Spurs shirt, or even if I'm abroad... I mean, we yeah. went to this Lollapalooza festival in um, in Chicago years and years ago, <laughs> and um, there's this bloke in a Tottenham shirt, and oh, I was yeah. with my, my wife and my two sons. So we see this shirt again. Come on, you Spurs! <laughs> yeah, Look at yeah. shock on this bloke. Of course. You get the, th- but I just I'll walk past it and I go, you Spurs, you know. Yeah. You just if you see a talkie shirt in the wild, it's, well, that's it's different, an absolute it? miracle. An, acknowledge- absolute- an acknowledgement of a shirt. Then we're interested in that yeah, today. And that. running in a football yeah, shirt. Yeah, shirt are you So running? if you see a shirt in an unlikely place and you acknowledge it, and you basically, you know, you you out yourself as a as a fellow believer of that club. Uh, do let us know. On that note, I noticed that the, uh, the Wrexham shirts, they're saying, um, the people who've bought them, the yeah. current Wrexham shirts, because, mm. you know, shirt football shirts, they're, n- they're not kind to the like they, to yeah. the majority of football fans' figures, Paul. No, no. They're not kind. And mostly the infamous Kappa years, when yeah. it was like wearing a Savaloy skin <laughs> for some people. <laughs> fearsome sights at Tottenham. People are saying the current Wrexham shirts are it, a bit larger. Touch tight. It's better, no, no. It, oh, they're a bit larger. Oh, OK. And I said... The American market. Oh, you think? They, yeah. They're going to sell a lot of shirts That's in the American right. market. A bit like that, the 90s Umbro. When you look at the cut of those, yeah. 
they were massively baggy shirts. They yeah, were, they were, I, I, you know. I, I also, I mean, I was, the thing I was about to say, I cannot say because oh, okay. it's not been announced yet. Oh, okay. So I won't say well, it. I'll, I'll save it for next week. So um, we're interested in that. And we're also interested in football pilgrimages. We're going to chat to a talkie fan a little bit later on. Yes, he did. He went to Helsinki to watch uh, a former... Ali talk- Omar. Ali Omar. He used to play for talkie. Had a couple yeah. of seasons at the club. He signed yeah. for Larn uh, in Northern Ireland. Larn played... Um, they played in Helsinki last night in the Champions League prelims. Mm. So he wanted his shirts on. He said, wherever he plays next, Ali yeah. Omar, he was a fan, I'm going to go and see him play. Happened yeah. to be in Helsinki. So mm. there he was. What a trip, though. What a great... Yeah. You go to somewhere you might not ever go to uh, ever again or before, you yeah. know. You get to see a Champions League game. Do they yeah. play in the prelims? Do they play the music and all that? I like think they, they do. do. Yeah, yeah. We'll find out. Yeah. We? We'll find out. So um, I think the player was aware of it and they, they met up. So we'll find out what happened when that talkie fan did that. But sometimes you do do football pilgrimages. It might be a happy coincidence. You're somewhere where an ex-player was. But sometimes a big group of you might say, yeah, let's go and watch him play. Yeah. Let's go and watch them play. Let's go and watch them do Might their follow thing. a player around the world. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if people do that, you know. Or a ref. And if so, did they ever acknowledge it? Did you they... might have a favourite ref you go and Is watch. there? That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm a big fan of his work. Yeah. Or an assistant referee. I'm, a, I'm not going to watch us. Yeah. I'm going to the Liverpool game because he's running the line. Yes. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. Uh, we've been. We're talking a bit later yeah. on to a Talk United fan who went to Helsinki <laughs> he did. last night to watch Larn yeah. play because uh, one of Talkie's old players now plays for Larn. They were playing in the Champions League last night. So you were asking for some football pilgrimages. Yeah, Paul, this is a good one. My cousin had a borderline creepy obsession with Michael Owen. Mm. He would go on and support every team he played for. Originally supported Liverpool, then on to Madrid and Newcastle. When Owen came to United, I called him to ask what he was. What he was going to do considering his original team was Liverpool he told me his United shirt with Owen 7 on the back oh. <laughs> had been ordered no shame he also has a Stoke shirt in his collection oh, really? he played for Stoke for about two minutes did he Michael Owen did he Michael Owen at Stoke did he play for about two minutes he might have done he may have done just briefly we need to find it out there we are there we are yeah. um, we've had quite a few pilgrimages that go wrong uh, Barry from Hull says my son and his mate went to Grimsby uh, not a massive trek, I know, to watch uh, Josh Emanuel, who was on loan from Hull City. He didn't even play. Ah, oh, that must be gutting. That can happen. Yeah, that yeah, can yeah. happen. Go all that way. Yes. And then they uh, there. I went all the way to Milan to watch Paolo Maldini's last home game at the San Siro. Uh, he was injured in the warm-up. Didn't play, says Reese from Bath. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gutting. Yeah. You get all the way there. Not, it's like going to watch, you know... Michael Ball in something, a musical, and then the part of yeah, the, Jean Valjean will be played will be by... be played by, yeah. You know, Gary Sobers. Yeah, know, that's a, that'd be a bit... That's a weird <laughs> casting, Charlie. <laughs> Just pulling the name out there. Yeah. Out the, it'd be good Jean Valjean. Uh, Andy God, Jacobs... it's how that's too high. Andy Jacobs has <laughs> too... wide. Oh, sorry. Andy Jacobs has two cricket impressions, and neither of them are voices, because every, oh. all of the voices sound like John Arlott, so every oh, impression he does... Yeah. Even Roy Hodgson sounds like a cricket impression. But he does Ray Illingworth and his bowling action. Oh, very nice. And he's done that all around the world. But well, there like, we are. In, we're in the... He's like, John, he's like John Virgo, is he? Yeah. yeah. Whenever we go somewhere, like we go on a, we're on a, a work do, like we're in St. Petersburg, we're in the square by yeah. the sort of Hermitage. You know, oh, lovely. Fantastic. And I said, you've got to do your Ray Illingworth. So he comes in and does a Ray Illingworth. <laughs> oh, yeah, just lovely. in Brazil. Just Cop- around the world. Copacabana, you've got to do your Ray So he just do it at a different it's point. It's a travel show for you and Andy. Around the world in 80 Rays. Hey, oh. <laughs> 
You're on fire it's not today. Bad, is it? You're on fire. The, what with the around the world and eighty race. Vondra Here we are. Vondra Suva over here. And nice. um, the other one he does is uh, Gary Sobers. He does Gary's walk. Oh, does he? He does. He's brilliant. It's he, the way Gary used to walk on. He does the walk. Fantastic. Oh, very nice. And we interviewed Gary. And we we did it as a as a, a prereq. And so we're going into this little studio. And, uh, and Gary said, this studio? And he started to walk in. And Andy just was walking behind him. Oh, it was uncanny. Nice. It was like well, me does, and my shadow. He does the walk on, on your um, Twitter. When, when, when your face has come up on Twitter yeah. and it's your <laughs> show and Andy walks into shot. Right. I think he's doing the Gary. Is that unless, the Gary Unless that's there? just his walk. Fantastic. <laughs> I don't know. We've anyway. also been asking about uh, foot. Uh, Michael Owen had eight appearances for Stoke. Stoke. One goal. Wow. One goal. Well, not so bad. Um, we asked you about uh, running in football shirts and uh, weird and wonderful places you might have spotted them. My mm -hmm. dad trading an Oldham Athletic shirt in 1996 in Thailand for a free night in a bar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what about that? Mm -hmm. Next night it was up on the wall alongside the likes of Real Madrid. A free, just, a free night in an Oldham shirt. Yeah. I remember yeah. we went we went to Kosamui years ago as a family on That's New nice. on New Year's. It was a lovely trip, yeah. but we we New Year's Eve we just wandered along the beach in Kosamui. Some big firework displays. Yeah. All the bars were open. It was about three in the morning, oh, great. and you were just buying sort of drinks and stuff uh, on the beach. And we get to one of these things, and there was this little Thai fellow with his own little beach bar, yeah. and he went, "All right, mate." <laughs> And I said, oh, hello, mate. And he said, oh, all right, what do you want? And I thought, blimey, where's all this coming from? And uh, to cut a long story short, um, he'd, he'd met a load of West Ham fans who'd gone there, and they became very friendly, this family of West Ham fans. And then they invited him back to England. He went, he sort oh, of right. stayed with them in Canning Town for a month, <laughs> and then went back and opened this bar. Other people may have seen him on the Took beach. Took the accent there. with him. Took, no, he laid it on a bit oh, thick. Oh, okay. You yeah. know, he was geese. He can tell you from London, he was he properly. It was like, Dan, yeah. imagine Ty Danny Dyer. You're yeah. just a Ty Danny Dyer. <laughs> so he's given it, he's given it the, the big one, you know, yeah, and all yeah. proper laying it on thick. And uh, I said, so I said, you, you know, you're proper West Ham. You keep in touch, and you, oh yeah, well, look at all the results. He said. Then he pulled down his bottom lip. And there he's got WHUFC oh, tattooed, oh, tattooed on his bottom on lip. On his bottom lip there, loved it. I don't know why I bring yeah, that up, <laughs> but yeah. You may have seen him. Uh, to prove I'm not lying, him, yeah, tell yeah. us your tales of meeting uh, nice. uh, the uh, West Ham uh, tie fans. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, uh, Sky have put out a League of Their Own special, yeah. Lionesses. Can't move for it if you watch the test. The advert for it is on all the time. Yeah. It's maddening. <laughs> You're sick of it, Pleasure to be here, Charlie. Thanks so much for having me. Um, yes, and here to chat about it because uh, she's in it with Jill Scott yeah. and Catherine Ryan, who's not the biggest of football fans. That may have changed by the end of the show. Is a big football fan and player. Uh, Maisie Adam, hi Maisie. You can't put me on Talksport and refer to me as player. You are. Come well, you on, are a player. come on. Have you played in an opposing team to you? Yeah, I can. Yeah, you know what? I will say this because I was hoping it would come up. And opposing you were, Baker. Yeah. You, I've never seen a tackle like it. I was about a fortnight out from my wedding, okay? <laughs> and bear and in mind, yeah, it was a weekend where I got married on the Saturday, soccer ed on the Sunday. Mm. Did a charity, and I must stress that word, charity <laughs> match. Friendly, yeah. wasn't it? It was friendly. And, uh, and Charlie's on the other team to me. Yeah. We're about, about seven minutes from, from the final whistle. Yeah. And out of nowhere, just. I, I think I took flight. It was I took really? flight. Yeah. I've was it never like two-footed? It, it wasn't two-footed. It was just was really it? late. It was two-footed. It was, it was, two -footed. It was <laughs> 
Wow. It, it was felt just really late. Do you know what? I actually wouldn't know if it was two-footed because no. I think I blacked out. It was that bad. <laughs> no, she'd done me for pace. She was the player of the, really? player of the game, player you of the match. Got, yeah. I got a hat-trick. She'd done, wow. she done me for pace and I left my foot in a bit too long. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like, and I'm, sounds not, like I, a bit of a machismo thing, and Charlie. No, not at <laughs> all. Like and got I to was so embarrassed. I was, and then, but I think in many ways it gave you... To get that oh, third go. goal, here we go. It gave you the adrenaline boost you needed. Oh, I didn't realise I should have brought a thank you letter <laughs> to in mo- today. Because you then yeah. walked away, ran away with the ball, and yeah. scored an utter screamer into yeah. the top corner. Just, oh, did you have well. a word? Did it get a bit? Did, was it or not? Get a bit tasty. Did I do a Jill Scott yeah. and get up and, and mouth <laughs> yeah. something yeah. very blue at a charity well, night? Tommy Mooney was on their side, and he came over and said not did he I, mean, oh, I didn't if, see if, that if challenge. Tommy Mooney's telling you probably we've all got to go that was probably a bit Monday. that's yeah. so funny that's great that's, I didn't know that I think I was still horizontal yeah, you, you know probably just were sort of, drifting in out yeah, of consciousness you know just shake just, just shake it wasn't a fracture thought you milked it a bit thought you milked it a bit yeah <laughs> I mentioned, I've always thought, Charlie, I've not played football with you, but I'm going to watch you in a couple of yeah, weeks, yeah, but more right, on that right, later. Yeah. But I would imagine you do tackle a bit like Boris Johnson. There's oh, a, do you know what? That is it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is it. I was the primary school Joy kid yeah. there for the photo op, <laughs> yeah. and he was the... It, it's just red nah. mist. It yeah. is, it's red mist. I think that's what it was. It's oh, a shame. Well, Maisie, let's have a chat about the show, because, <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, uh, A League of Their Own special, and, uh, yeah, Catherine Ryan, we've, we've talked because you know her you know old man, you play golf with her old man. Now and again. Yeah, yeah, Catherine, yeah, yeah, Catherine's and, husband. Yeah, but yeah, they're yeah. not. I know Catherine. I know Catherine. Because we've said, should we get her on? And you said, she's been on once, but you said, she's not the biggest sports She fan, doesn't really like she? sport, really, yeah. no, does she? No, I thought it was just a football thing, but I think it's pretty across yeah. the board. Yeah. She's not She's not into it. Whereas I was like, it was as if I'd won a competition. Yeah. I was just fangirling the entire mm. time. So the, the premise was that, uh, is that it went out last night, but it's. It, it's uh, Jill Scott, mm. lioness legend, mm. sort of taking us through what it takes to be a lioness, which for me was like the dream show. Yeah. Um, Catherine couldn't really see what all the fuss was about. <laughs> and it was sort of our challenge to to transform her into a, a football fan. So we took her to the FA Cup final. Oh, yeah, um, really wasted on her, the whole thing, really. Oh, she yeah. got on it, didn't yeah. she? She enjoyed the hospitality, apparently. The, yeah, the she Cup liked final. hospitality because yeah. there was a charcuterie board and some Prosecco. And at halftime, Kimberly Wyatt from the Pussycat Dolls did a performance. Oh, oh okay. wow, yeah. And, and that was the most excited I saw her. Yeah. Um, do you know who she did get on with? very well with they've got a very similar vibe Emma Hayes oh okay yeah. really yeah yeah. you can see it there right they don't take any rubbish yeah. mm. they are very strong headed women mm. um, Catherine's a real Catherine's success sort of arc is fantastic because she yeah. just suddenly went one day if you, talk, you can talk to her about it yeah. she just suddenly went I don't care Right. Yeah. I don't care what anyone thinks of me. I am going to do this and yeah. make this happen. Mm. Yeah. And she just from that day went. I'm and her make journey it in happen. comedy is basically yeah. the same as Emma Hayes. Yeah. Like I've heard stories about like uh, Catherine when she was on the circuit, like turning up with a baby, like in her arms, yeah. and just le- like stood stood at the side of stage and then bobbing the baby down to go and do a set, and then yeah. picking up the baby and going home. Like we managed to grab Emma Hayes to say like, oh, you know, after after the game at the FA Cup final, how did you become a manager? It was pretty much, she was like, well, I was the only one doing all the jobs. I was the kit person. I drove the bus. She was like, I'm not waiting for anybody else to do it. I'll just be the manager as well. Like, just yeah. no, just no rubbish. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go straight into it. Mm. So yeah. I think, I think she liked that bit. Really but it was an incredible, incredible show to do. And it was so fun. So fun. We just laughed solidly. Oh, okay. What were you most shocked at by how 
not how good the pros were, yeah. but, but just was there because you play football and you played to a certain level. What was the what was the difference between oh, you and like, them? Just we went fitness to, or what? Yeah, yeah. Like speed is is the main thing I remember. Like mm. we went to the city ground to watch um, the, the the city team training, and obviously you could see like Chloe Kelly, Lauren Hemp, all of these mm. players like. And they were just so quick with that. Like, you just watch it. And this is training. And it was yeah. like, they're just giving... And then a few weeks later at St George's Park, it's the same thing. Like, they're just absolute machines. Mm. Absolute machines. In fact, speaking of machines, one of the things we did was a goalkeeping exercise with Mary Earps and Ellie Roebuck and oh, Hannah yeah. Hampton. And they've got these ball launchers. I thought it was going to be, they're going to kick a ball at you. No, it was... It was right up Charlie Street because it was so aggressive. It was just like there was seventy miles per hour. Wow, 70 miles like, a, per hour. like a bowling machine. Yeah, when your when your producer came and met me in reception, he yeah. shook my hand and I, I winced because oh. my hand's still a bit oh, right. a bit oh, funny no. oh, from, from when from, the... from when Mary Earps launched a yeah. ball out of this mechanism at me. Um, but it was it was just incredible, just just amazing, and it's it's so exciting. It was so exciting to do it when they're just at this point as well in the run-up to the World Cup, yeah. seeing seeing them sort of get in that zone. Mary Earps is my favourite England player, is I she? think. And I was disappointed I did Pointless Celebrities, oh, yeah. uh, which hasn't been on yet. Um, and uh, and they saw Mary Earps is on your <gasps> show, and I was like, yes, it's great. I'm going to get to no meet way. the England footballer. She was in the show before, oh. and, I didn't, and then they just sort of got rid of them and then moved, oh, moved no. me in. So very disappointed not to meet Oh, them. she's Mary sound. Earps, she's yeah, sound. Yeah. Um, um, we chatted as well to, do you know, like Ella Toon and Katie Zellan. We had a chat yeah. with them. Well, they're too. big stars now. They're so funny. Aren't they as well? They're big stars. They are uh, stars. What, what but... difference have they seen? Uh, uh, yeah, Just massively. walking down the street. You massively. Know? They've said, like, there's, it, it just sort of went overnight, mm. I think, you know, with the Euros thing from yeah. just sort of um, turn up to training. You know, and now, like, even, even at the, when we went to the city training, there's people who've, like, uh, they, they've, they've, I guess, won a competition or, or they get invited mm-hmm. to come and watch these young girls watching the team's <clears> training <throat> and like they can't mm. do anything without and it's they love it, they're really great about it, you know, signing stuff, photos all the time. Yeah. It's amazing, it's amazing to see, but they, they are massive. But what's so great about them is that they're it's still so new to them, so they're full of really, really good banter, yeah, they're really, yeah. really open with their chats, they're, they're very funny. They've not yet got that sort of... It's funny, isn't it? I don't want to sort of badmouth any sports people, but sometimes you can be overly media-trained yeah, to the yeah, point yeah, where yeah. whatever you're asking, yeah. you're getting quite a diluted, mm, vanilla mm. response. And that just doesn't exist with, 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 the, with the women's game of football because it's sort of it's still quite a novelty to have that much yeah, attention around yeah. them so they answer quite honest and direct and with a bit of personality and a bit of a bit of cheek about them yeah, they're great yeah. really really good fun the hawksby and jacobs daily podcast everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule and of course the cost well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Uh, comedian Maisie Adam was with us, and uh, you just said, Maisie, people would have seen you playing in Soccer Aid, but it was, mm. say, the day after your wedding. So, <laughs> so you you probably weren't at your best when you turned up that day. Do you know what? I gave it as well, like in the run up. I was like, I'm going to go on that no secco from like 8 pm. Oh, that, yeah. was, that was the plan. It was the intention. I promise it was there, the intention. And I was like, I'm going to call it a night, 1 am. But, uh, no, we were we were all dancing on each other's shoulders still at three, three a.m. There was not a Naseko in sight, and I just thought with it being soccer, I've grown up watching it. You know, it gets very sort of it's professional heavy at the start, celeb heavy at the end, isn't it? So mm. I thought I'll get I'll get ten minutes towards the end, something like that, and then I turned up and it was um it's not a sentence you ever expect yourself to say, but sporty spice, Melsey, Pochettino. And Martin Compton from Line of Duty, who was sort of the management squad. They were like, oh, how was your wedding? Yep, good. Great, great. you're starting. I was like, and I laughed. I thought he was joking. Because they've, they've only seen you do sort of like a couple of days of training yeah. with everybody else. And then I looked at where I was on the formation and I was on the right and on the left was you saying bolt. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, in my local like five-a-side team, I'm known as the fast one. But when you're put against... Usain Bolt, yeah. yeah, like it was just ridiculous. It was, it was insane. I had Heather O'Reilly behind me. I was marking Gary Cahill. I mean, as like my friend yeah. sent me a clip. They, they were watching it on the telly, and the, they sent me a clip. And at some point, the commentary says something like. Hernan Crespo passes to Totti, Totti passes it to Maisie. And I was like, <laughs> that's such an insane sentence yeah. to hear. Yeah, like, you, it's one of them that you just never expect to happen. It was, but it was like the best weekend ever like yeah. loads of people were like what what are you thinking doing it day after your wedding but like it was for me like the perfect yeah. perfect way to spend a weekend and also like all my mates who've got married they were like do it the day after your wedding such a come down you yeah. just yeah, sat yeah. There going, keep the high going yeah it's, just, it's, it's, the, next, it's the next 30 years you've got to worry about yeah yeah, yeah that's true there we are that's there's no uncle, uncle charlie you won't put you wrong now another two footer there we've seen the the big karen carney report today into the future of the women's game and some really interesting stuff in there that that so the word investment as she admits comes up an awful lot of times you've just done a documentary on on the radio about sort of women's football. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see what happens. I mean, I would guess some of the investment will come from the FA. Some will need to come from the clubs yep. uh, as well. But, you know, you, you've seen the sport grow in the last few years. Yeah, massively. And that's what was really interesting about doing that Radio 4 series was, like, women's football has always been around. There's, there's this misconception of, like, mm. oh, isn't it amazing that women's football's now? Like, it's always been here. It's the lack of infrastructure that's been the problem, yeah. and it's 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 at all levels and it's at all areas of the game. So it's funding, it's investment, it's uh, sort of um, 
equality within the men's game. I was chatting actually to when we did the the, the league of their own thing. Jill was talking about how she was sort of sold to to Man City. Yeah. Uh, and the the thing that did it for her was when you know a few years ago when they were sort of redoing Man City as a whole pre Pep etc with the mm-hmm. men's game. They said to her, "We're redoing Man City, and we are putting equal amounts into the men's and the women's. Get like we are, we're bringing mm. up the club as a whole, not just the blokes. And it, it takes every team to do that yeah. sort of investment um, for 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 it to thrive. Well, we've seen pro clubs got to dip a toe in, take it seriously for a bit, and then you see the funding sort of slowly yeah. erode. Yeah, yeah. But this, I mean, a lot of the you know they were obviously very competitive the Premier League clubs, and they won't like that. They won't like to see some of the big." Premier League clubs dropping down into the the second tier, so yeah. there, there's elements of that. You yeah, know. yeah, um, and I, I I think I think it is in a place now where it's sort of it's attracted so much attention, and you know look look, look at Arsenal selling out the Emirates Stadium in that yeah. semi final of the mm-hmm. Champions League. Look at uh, uh, the, the the numbers that it got the FA Cup. That was that was a, a sold out Wembley. It's it is uh, an attractive sport for not just women but but any football fan it is a money maker it is a good business decision to invest in the women's game mm. like the, the 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 men's game seems to naturally receive i think it's just sort of you know a lot of these institutions are set in their ways that there's been a, a set a set well it needs a generation it long... needs a generational change it needs a generational is, change which is it hope... needs inspiration which is what the euros is given yeah, you yeah, need yeah. a moment to kind of ignite it to be a catalyst for mm. that and I think we've got that from the Euros I'd, I'd like to think there's a possibility we can get the double and, and the World Cup would do mm. that as well mm. too it's many exciting injuries, too, it's many, too many injuries that, that is the worry mm. isn't it I mean it's, you know. when, when, it, when England have got a, a full squad going to the World Cup yeah. but they have got a few key injuries at the moment it's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough to win it isn't it it's always tough to win a yeah, World Cup yeah. though Like and, and, and you know mm. I think it's a valid point to bring up about the injuries it is with with losing Mead and Williamson Kirby, and then also we forget that there's also people from that Euro squad that aren't in this one due to retirement, like yeah. Jill, like mm-hmm. Ellen White. However, I do believe genuinely what's so great about this squad is the amount of younger players who are now more than ready to step. Look at your Lauren Jameses, yeah. you know. Mm, yeah. Look at these players that are more than capable of stepping up, and also the the the, the sort of versatility of the players. You've got Rachel Daly now going up for a, 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 a as a striker yeah. rather than a left back um, and Russo has always always played off the bench you've got to remember all those sort of things yeah she? all so of that yeah all those... she was always sort of yeah that's true like a 66th minute player yeah, Ella Toon was, on the, yeah, was yeah. a bench player you know. that's it as well as you, remember, you, you forget that the, the, in the Euros Wiegmann started the same 11 at every single mm-hmm. game well there's a it's, a it's a very different squad now with very different sort of uh, uh areas of, of of expertise across the field so i think it will be a different dynamic to the one we saw at the euros but i don't necessarily that means for for for, for a negative reason i think it, i think it mm. could easily be positive as well a quick one on leeds and before we let you go must we um yes. how are you feeling about life then it's, it's look, there's one or two moving on there's a bit of work still to be done yeah uh, isn't yeah there's a, there's a, we've, we've got we've now got a named manager in daniel farker who i i feel you know that's that's decent yeah um, yeah john richardson on he was yeah, he was yeah, saying he was I, pretty I, pleased i feel with excited that, yeah. about that it's 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 a good step it's a good direction there's a few players that have moved on which I, i'll be honest like, i wasn't surprised that that, that like Aronson's gone on yeah, I, I, and mm. I think I'm also not surprised that the likes of sort of the club favourites of Cooper and Ailing are, are seemingly staying 
I just hope that in this transfer window, there's some there's some good purchases. There's some good clear direction from the club mm. as to what needs to be done to get us back up. It was. I love Leeds with all my heart, but I can't sit here as a fan and say it's a, a, a surprising turn of events. Mm. We were absolutely woeful and deserved yeah. to go down. It looked like we'd given up, you know, two thirds of the way through the season. That needs to to switch. I, I, listen, I've been on this show before saying it, we were right to get rid of Bielsa at mm. that time. I still stand by that. I think it was correct. What what I do believe is sad is that there's certain. Uh, uh, um, the spirit that that Bielsa yeah. instilled that yeah. seemed to have disappeared. Mm. That sort of side before self, that that very cohesive teamwork. There was, by the end, Leeds were unrecognisable from that team that Bielsa uh, created in terms of their spirit, not necessarily the style of play, but just the 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 team mentality seemed to have totally gone. So I th- I'm I'm hoping that 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 comes back, but. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. I gigged in Luton last night, and that felt quite triggering. I'll be honest, as a, as a Leeds Prem- fan, Premier League Luton. Yeah, literally, like from the walk from the station to this gig, it was just like all of this sea of orange and like yeah. signs to Kenilworth Road. I was just thinking, how dare you? This is a real twist in the knife. Well, Maisie, lovely to see you again. So great to it's see lovely you. Lovely to see you guys. Thanks Thank you for, for coming there. in. Their lionesses, a league of their own, special with Maisie, with Catherine Ryan, and with Jill Scott, and lots of stars of women's football is available to watch now on Sky. Just watch it. Just watch it. Just, on the, t- on just the, the tra- in the studio. Trailer again. She was on the, on the trailer, trailer again. Trailer again. <laughs> again. Yeah. Me, I brought me on tape. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Maisie. Thank you. Thank you, guys. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Mm. And uh, you've been telling us about lots and lots of different stuff about football. Yeah, I apologise to the whole of America, but apparently that, yeah. um, Lord Farquhar has been in touch on, uh, on <laughs> Twitter. Yeah. Uh, hearing Charlie call the whole of America fat is exactly why I bought tickets to see him later this year. You didn't quite I, I say didn't, that. I didn't quite say that. Let's just uh, You said it's, say that. it's a it's a kind of loose... Apparently, the, the shirt, the Wrexham shirt that they've got... It's is sli- of... Slightly looser. Yeah. Slightly looser, but let's just say. But tickets are available if you do want to come. Um, Tom <laughs> the Wolves fan mm. in Kings Winsford said, I've often thought that replica shirts should come in and arrange to fit the average fan's body shape. A Pie Man Pro edition would, yeah. work, well, would work well in Wolverhampton. And he's a Wolves fan. Right, OK. So you're, It's okay. not just me calling so now the whole of Wolverhampton fat. No, OK, you're not. That's the, when I I'm start not, that, I'm not I'm just doing this open that show to call can people. Worms. Um, can of worms, they'd eat that straight yeah, away. Yeah. Bang. We, um, where were we? We had one or two others. I was in Florence a good few years ago, being young and not really thinking, wore an AC Milan shirt that I bought the day before in oh, Milan. Nice. Uh, I got abuse everywhere I went, <laughs> uh, all in Italian. Uh, I was about 12 at the time. <laughs> so my mum quickly took me into a clothes shop so she could uh, buy me a new top as the oh, waiters yeah. in the restaurant even refused to serve me. <laughs> seems a bit 12 ext- year old seems, seems a, bit, a bit extreme, Ian, doesn't it? But well, you know, I'm, they I'm, take I'm, their football seriously in Italy. Here's Billy the Hammock. While on business in Dubai, I visited the brand new and much va- vaunted seven-star Burj Hotel. Nice. The very first thing I saw was a large red-faced gent bowling across the lobby, a West Ham shirt tightly framing his impressive derby. Yeah. I uh, refrained from shouting irons, but did go for a run in my 1975 Billy Bond shirt a bit later. Yeah. Running in football shirts we were interested yes. in because it can attract a bit of attention, positive and negative. So, uh, because a friend of Charlie's and Tom Greatrix, who yeah, uh, we show. often have on the show, uh, it does that very thing. So, running in football shirts and the the attention uh, that it attracts. Talksport.com yeah. forward slash H and J. Text to eight ten eighty nine. Tweet to TSH and J. 
And we're also interested in those football pilgrimages. We'll chat to somebody who did just that, went over to Helsinki to watch an old talkie player whose career he has followed <laughs> as he made his debut I'm also, it's a in strange the Champions choice, strange, slightly strange choice of player. Yeah. That he's, that he's, I'm not saying he wasn't a great player, Paul, but not a hugely successful player. Okay, you know, so fair enough. I can understand that. There we are. Uh, I felt like a real man this week. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. So, let's play the birthday yes. spread. Charlie won last week. I did. Andy Jacobs has got 10 gag based on people's uh, celebrating their birthdays this week. We've got to try and guess how old these people are. Some will know, some we won't. Good afternoon, Andy. Hey, Andy. Good afternoon, boys. How are you doing? Yeah, we were talking about well. your gig at the comedy store back in the day. We were talking about stand-up. Uh, and, oh, um, I've had things thrown at me. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, comedy well, store, and uh, it was it was a tough tough crowd, wasn't it, Andy? Very tough crowd. Following Norman Lovett as well. Oh, that's not oh, easy, God, is it? One yeah, of the no. one of the greats goes on there, and because uh, Charlie was telling us he got ignored off once in Belfast doing a gig, <laughs> not even booed, ignored off. Ignored off. Yeah, <laughs> is that we think it's worse than being booed off? So. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Jeff Peters joins us now. Hello, Jeff. <clears throat> Uh, just got to get the phone. Yeah, get just got to get the phone. Get yeah, so Charlie won last week, yeah. ending a, a run of eight defeats in ten. It's Paul 48, <clears throat> Charlie 28. And Charlie's still on this long losing streak on time difference oh, as well. No one cares about time difference. Well, times are, times are pressing, so yeah, let's yeah, crack let's on. Go. Here we go. Here's Pelé and Sergio Mendes. Okay, and first birthday this week is the actress Cheryl Ladd. Cheryl Ladd. Yeah. Hollywood Screen Actors Rugby League Final. <laughs> Cheryl Fluff, their last second penalty to win the game. All together now. Poor, 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 lad. poor, poor lad. Poor, poor lad. lad. There we are. Of course it's been recycled. Cheryl, Cheryl Ladd, I don't know who it is. She actress of Well, I mean, I'm what? not telling you. She's Cheryl Ladd. I don't actress. know who she is. Okay, well, it's not my fault. First time round. Charlie's Angels okay, first time. Oh, yeah, cheers, Andy. Thank you very Fantastic. much. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Shall I throw a strop now <laughs> if I lose? But anyway. <laughs> well, and you need, did have this last know, year, Charlie. No, yeah. You need to know who the people are. Okay. You know, don't you? Actress she is. Actress. That's who she is. Cheryl Ladd, actress. Cheryl Ladd, actress. 76. <laughs> um, yeah, you're probably about right, Charlie, actually. 73. 72. Oh, oh Okay. Um, it's Paul 1, Charlie 4. One four. Okay, on to the, tell us how you're getting on, uh, listeners. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH and J. Next birthday, I'll lead us off. Okay, it's the fine actor Tom Hanks. Oh, Tom who? Hanks. Who is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's he been in? <laughs> what? What's he do? Yeah, Tom Hanks. <laughs> Shall I carry on? Oh, yeah, so you got a joke? <laughs> yeah, well, of sorts. Yeah. We were... We were on a very basic outdoors woodland course with bare grills. Hmm. Uh, facilities for ablutions were very, very uh, open. It was a strange sight to watch Tom Hanks taking a forest dump. Oh, no. Blimey. Blimey, there we are. <laughs> Does Tom Hank Hanks do it in the woods? Yes. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, well, Tom Hanks, how old is he now? He's in, he's in good in good nick, isn't he? He's looking quite good. He's got to be, what is he, about 74? 74. He's a bit older. I think he's younger than that. Is he? Sorry, Tom, if you're 68. Listening. 67. Wow. Mm. Why do I make him so old? I don't know. Maybe he's not been. Sorry, Tom. I've seen him in big. Very young in that. He had a lot of grey hair in the last film. I saw him in Asteroid City the other week. Oh, okay. Uh, and he's looked quite old in Makeup. That. Yeah, makeup. That's makeup. I knew he was wearing something. He looked something. like a cowboy in Toy Story. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, but that threw me. Because he looked. Anyway, cast away. Just looked dreadful in that. What's, didn't he? What's, what's <laughs> the, what's absolutely the, awful. What's, well, sir. 
<laughs> so they wear makeup. What's, what's the scores, Jeff? Paul seven out moves on to eight. Charlie, excellent. One eight. One eight. One <laughs> out. One eight. He's, one he's eight. on to so it's eight five. Okay, eight five. <laughs> Next birthday, Andy. Boy, is that boy. Okay. He's the spiritual leader of Tibet. It's oh. the Dalai Lama. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say it's Joe Pasquale. <laughs> yeah, um, spiritual leader of Tibet, the Dalai Lama. Well, the joke, can we? Oh, yeah, sorry, the joke, yeah. Careful, Andy. Shall I not bother? No, go on, keep going. His brother, his finest ever footballers, Philip Lama. Thank you. Oh, Philip Lama. Okay, I wonder where he was going with that. It could have been a minefield. It's um, me, and it's you, yeah. The Dalai Lama is 84. Okay, um... And he's in good nick and he's got mm, good skin. Yeah. 82. Ooh. <laughs> Dalai Lama's skincare range. Yeah. 80. <laughs> what is what? 88. Yeah, oh, 88. You're breaking wow. up a bit, Andy, I think is the point. Yeah, is you, you're, you're, right. you're a bit Norman Collier today for some reason. Right. We have to okay. fix your equipment. That's why we're in what's, interrupting what's you. What's the scores, Jeff? Paul, six out, moves on to 14. Charlie, four out, moves on to nine. Ooh, Ooh, Charlie. Not bad as well. <laughs> Charlie winning. Okay, back to me then. Here we go. Here we go. The fine Indian cricketer, the first test player to make more than 10,000 runs, Sunil Gavaskar. Yeah. Sunil Gavaskar. Sunny, yeah. And uh, I was with him, actually, uh, when the great soul singer Bobby Hebb came up to complain that the whole of the previous day's play had been washed out. He said to him, Sunil, yesterday my life was filled with rain. <laughs> That's very good. Is it? Very good. Is it it's, you're a bit small man in a box today, Andy. Sunil. I think, you, I think it's getting closer to your mic. It's, it's a it's a itchy coo park situation, is what yeah. Glenn would call it. Phasing oh. in, <laughs> phasing <laughs> in and out slightly. Turn it on and um, off again. Not Steve now. Marriott situation. Uh, I'd say Sonny is. It's got to be in his seventies now. Seventy-four. Mm. I'm going for. Okay, well, I could uh, try and do it without uh, the head. Oh, yeah, that sounds better. Oh, that sounds better. 75. Maybe, maybe have a chat with the producer off here. 75. Just the 20 years. Forgets he's on, didn't he? <laughs> no, no, well, Jeff, no, Jeff Sterling. Okay, well, fair enough. Oh, right, all fair all enough. Yeah. 75. <laughs> 74. Oh, well beautiful. Done. First direct hit. What yeah, about that? Direct hit for Paul stays on 14. Charlie yeah. one out on to 10. 14 10. Great scoring. Mm. Okay, on to the fifth birthday. Take us into half time, Charlie. Here we go, Andy. Okay, it's Courtney Love. That's better, Andy. That sounded a bit better. better. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm saying the headphones off, I'm Courtney guessing. Courtney Love, yep. Yeah. Courtney Love, the singer. Oh, yeah, yeah. The... Yeah, what about her, Andy? Got a joke? We're on holiday, and you know how fair skin she is. Oh, yeah. She got badly sunburned on the first day, and her skin peeled so much that when I rubbed in the after sun lotion, I ended up with a great handful of her flesh. I had a hunk a hunk of burning love. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit, keep it light, Andy. Oh, wow. I can't imagine Andy on holiday with Grim. Courtney Love, can you? <laughs> it's imagine, a channel, channel imagine five there'll be some quite eggy evenings at the at the buffet in the evening when they the two of them sit down opposite each other. Not a, not a lot of touchstone. So that she's a massive cricket fan. Part of eighty yeah. it's part of eighty rays around the world. And uh, yeah. to Courtney Love saying I'll do your John Arl yeah. at the <laughs> oh, well I will Courtney <laughs> if you like me to do well you know he's doing <laughs> going through the card Roy Hodgson oh Courtney love tell us about your years with whole Courtney oh do your only if you do well. your John Arlott well you know anyway what was Kurt Cobain like in real life yeah um, anyway what's what, uh, who is it me Courtney love yeah. Courtney loves 55 yeah she's in that envelope I'd say um, 56 59. Oh, Ooh. okay. So what are the scores, Jeff, going into half-time? 
Uh, great scoring. Paul three out, Charlie four out. So at the halfway mark, it is Paul 17, Charlie 14. <laughs> this is Andy's, Andy's uh, restarting his equipment. So while Andy resets his equipment, uh, we will be uh, bringing you the second half. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Um, well, this has come in from uh, Hugh, the Swansea fan. I'm oh, doing yeah. a football pilgrimage to Thomasville in Georgia to watch ex-Torquay United striker George Phillips play against Jacksonville. Mind you, he is my son. Oh, very nice. So well there we done. are, Hugh. Have a good trip. Very good. Uh, birthday spread then. Um, half time. It's uh, me 17, Charlie 14. Very good score. Glenn, the Leeds fan's been in touch. Paul's been seen off there with Andy, giving Charlie a clue in round one. It's a trap. Stop moaning. Yeah, it so was... whingy about yeah. this birthday yeah. spread. Well, I, I, I just don't like to make a fuss. So well, some whiny other about it. So uh, let's bring Palais and Sergio Mendes back. That's quite rich, isn't it? Yes, yeah, great, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, it's the singer from the Pet Shop Boys, Neil Tennant. Oh, yeah. Oh, Neil Tennant, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, we were playing in a charity cricket match, mm. and Neil's last man in. Uh, we needed one to win off the final ball, which struck his pads <laughs> and scrambled a leg by for the win. How he celebrated Tennant's extra. Oh, oh lovely oh, Beautiful. Stuff. I love yeah, that. I might send you a case now, Andy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Callaway. I'd, I'd say, um, what is Neil Tennant? Um, That's got to be 60 something, isn't he? Mm, 15. 61, I'm going to go. 61. That's too mm. old, isn't it? Gone too old. I think you're about right. Okay. I don't think he's in his 50s. Right. 64. Mm. He's 69. No, yeah, is yeah. he? Look at that. It's a sin. Let's well, then go. A long story short, I lost my In the West End boys there ever was. I lost my teeth. He's not 69. Anyway, what's the scores, Jeff? Paul 8 out, Charlie 5 out. So Charlie extends his lead. It's Paul 25, Charlie 19. 25, 19, okay. So easily get back to Charlie then. Here nothing, we go. Is it? Okay, next is the actor. He played Shaft. It's Richard Roundtree. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Good film. Richard, we were filming together on a location one time, and when the heavens opened, I would have got soaked, but Richard lent me his raincoat. I was really grateful for Roundtree's Macintosh. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. There we are. Eighty-one. Yeah, he's got to be. He's got to be in that envelope. Shaft was a long time ago, wasn't it? Shaft. Eighty. <laughs> Who's the man, and how old is he? Yeah. Eighty-one. Um, I'm going eighty-four. Oh. He was 81, and he just told you how old he was. <laughs> I got it. No, on. <laughs> you said 84. I know. I yeah, did say I said 81. You said 81. You did say 81 before yeah. he said 81. Yeah, 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 yeah. You didn't realise I could have cheated there, but I know, I'm better you than that. I know, because you, you didn't hear him say it. Two things that have happened. <laughs> Who's the man who is could have cheated on the shaft question? Is there an Paul. equivalent Is there equivalent Damn of right. the FIFA Fair Play Award in this game? I'd like to know. <laughs> so whiny. So what's so whiny? What's the scores, Grow Jeff? up. It's just a game. What's Paul, the scores? three out onto 28. Direct yeah. hit for Charlie. Stays on 19. Leads yeah. by nine. Three to go. Yeah. Ideally, Andy, don't give the answers out before we both had a guess. <laughs> He knows how to run a quiz. No Ben Shepherd <laughs> knows how to run a quiz show, doesn't he? What's next then? It's the Israeli politician Zippy Livni. Oh yeah, Zippy. oh yeah, Zippy oh, Livni. Oh, no. Yes, yeah, she's a massive cricket fan. Actually, invited me to chair a Q and A with David Lloyd and Jeff Boycott. It's really nostalgic to once again see Zippy, Bumble and Jeffrey. Yeah. <laughs> um, I haven't got a clue. Zippy Liffrey, the Aust uh, yeah. Israeli politician. Yeah. She could be anything, couldn't she? Yeah, could be I'm going to go high, though. I'm going to go 82. 83. 65. Oh, okay. it's quite volatile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mess with the scoring. Jeff, what's the scores? Are you going to take your shoes and socks off for this one? <laughs> yeah, cal calculator time for this one, yeah. so... 
18 plus it is. Uh, OK, so it's 45-37. 45-37, Charlie's oh, yeah. still in the lead. Just for next year, Andy, um, Chris in South End's been in touch. I saw this wo- woman fishing. I asked her, Courtney, love. Oh, Courtney, <laughs> that's not bad that's yet. Quite nice, isn't it? Write that down. Nice. There we are. Um, so, uh, what's next, Andy? It's the Labour MP for York Central, uh, Rachel Maskell. Hmm. Rachel Maskell. And I bumped into her recently at Jeff Thompson's Karate Club, and she was surprised to see me. She said, I didn't know you were into karate. I said, I'm a fifth, I'm a fifth Dan mascot. <laughs> Pretty good. Oh, I say. Especially at this time of year, with Wimbledon on. Um, Rachel Maskell. The MP, yeah? yeah? Yeah. I'm trying to picture, I can't picture her, but I'm just trying to think what a Rachel Maskell would look like. Dizzy, How Dizzy old Maskell. she would be. Dizzy Maskell, that's yeah. lovely. Absolutely love that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say she's 49. I was thinking around that. Um, 50. 51. Oh, okay. So it's not much in it as we go into the final birthday. So what are the scores, Jeff? It's 46 to Paul, 39 to Charlie. So seven in it, Paul. You need to be eight either side of mm. Charlie's guess. Okay, right. Fair enough. Okay. So here we go then. Charlie will lead us off on the final birthday. That's how it well, works. Great game. Can I just say before we do the final birthday? You've enjoyed it. Been today, really have you? well. Yeah. Been really okay. well played. Because you've cheated twice. <laughs> That's right. And you've, you think, everyone's done you very, think very, very you've well. Got away I haven't with it. cheated once. We'll find out. So, um, what's the, what's the last birthday, Andy? It's the uh, Master of Balliol College, Oxford, from 2011 to 2018. Professor Sir Drummond Bone. (laughs) He's completed a thesis on the musical stylings of Goldie under his electronic dance nickname, Professor Sir Drummond Bone. So what do you think, Charlie? Eighty-nine. I'm going to go a bit younger. I mean, I I, I think he's, if he's just been in the job, I'm going to go. I'll go seventy. Seventy-six. Oh, oh and he's won it. No. Oh, yes. He's won no. One. No. No. It's a draw. No. no. It is. Yes. Fifty-two. Fifty-two. Fifty. Have a tie break. Do you have a tie break, Andy? Oh. Oh, he's got a tie break. Wow, Blimey, OK. Well, we better crack on then. Game. Let's call. What a match. What 52-52. Here we go, then. Do we need to toss a coin to see who goes first? Beautifully or, or played. OK. Go on, Andy. Just write our scores down. Don't say them out loud, That's it. We? Write the scores yeah, down. Yeah. Don't say them out loud. Yeah. I'll write on a big piece of paper. Here we go, Andy. Linguist and author, Professor David Crystal. Yeah. I did have a joke, but don't worry about it. OK. Uh, linguist and author, David, David Crystal. Crystal. Okay, I've I've written a number down. Have you written a number down? I've written a number down. Here He's we gone go. Into business I'll show it Daniel to you. Daniel Mays. You sh- I've written eighty-two. I've written ninety-one. He's eighty-two. Oh, oh! oh! scenes! <laughs> Incredible scenes! <laughs> Wow, what a great game. I think that was a high point in the birthday It was a dirty game. (laughs) The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's Mm. show. Uh, I'll be doing it all again with Andy tomorrow. We'll have clips of the week and all all sorts of stuff. You're back on Saturday with Max. Saturday with Max, 10 till 1, yeah. Nice one. That's good. Um, And I'll see you on Tuesday. You will, we will. Brilliant. So there we are. Contractually Um, obliged. Do hope you can join us uh, tomorrow for one. If not, the podcast, as always, will be available around four o'clock. Thanks so much for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.